0: Hello and welcome to Lockdown Beers and Rugby Chat here on New Zealand Sport Radio. Um, I have got myself a uh, Boundary Road Brewery beer ready to crack open at 5pm on the dot um, to, uh, to, to to signal the end of the working day. Uh, and I've also got Stephen who's joining me, but he is quite sensibly on the old waters. Boy, oh boy, he's, uh, he's the sensible one in the group. I'm obviously the irresponsible man uh, who uh, runs around. Uh, but... Um, in the chat today, we're going to talk about, well, we've got some Wana, uh, Pacifica and uh, Fiji Dura, uh, news to talk about uh, Buddington PC. We haven't talked about Karifi yet. We meant to talk about him yesterday, so we'll see if we can fix that piece in. But uh, hopefully you're all staying safe, getting vaccinated and um, doing the right things under lockdown. It's uh, 30 seconds. So I can open my beer. How are you doing, Stephen? Very good. Thank you, Paul. been a good day. Just um,
3: rounded it off with a nice... 15k bike ride and then a, a quick short ride with my uh, grand granddaughter. So uh, a little bit sweaty at the moment, but that's okay. Just about to guzzle some uh, some
0: water, and it's only a half hour show. So it is 10 seconds to go, and I'm glad he's yep. uh, doing it remotely and not next to me since he's all sweaty. Five, <laughs> four, three, two, one. Crack open those beers, folks. There we go. Uh, and uh, now with the uh, traditional. A driving wall pour that I know that uh, you all love to hate, which is the uh, leaving the gas in of the glass there, nice and frothy. I'll have a chocolate flake with it, please. Ah, oh, dear, good, good, good. Um, Before we get into the news, though, uh, Stephen and I are working on uh, looking at. Uh, the uh, players and a potential squad for Moana Pacifica. So look out for the video talking about that. Stevens put some um, really good screenshots up on the uh, New, Zealand, New Zealand Sport Radio Facebook page, um, so you can catch that over there uh, to see which players might be eligible um, for that team. Um, also, folks, this has been going out just on Twitter until today. Now I've spread it out to also Facebook and YouTube. Um, initially put it um, just on um, Twitter, so thought it would be more of us just chatting about what we were doing, and it wouldn't be that. So, uh, it was a bit more of a kind of a uh, thing that sort of didn't didn't have a proper sort of shelf life. Now it's more kind of a daily news show, um, but uh, but looking um, but not really reporting about it, but talking about opinions of it or or, or, or the implications of it, um, and hence I thought I'll put it back onto Facebook and YouTube. Hi Simon, good to see you on YouTube. Yep, uh, I know you're happy to be back on there. Uh, you've been campaigning um, to uh, to get it moved. So, um, looking at as I say early on, we've had this um, uh, some news through uh, the um, RNZ uh, website talking about uh, Moana Pacifica and also um, Fiji Drua. Um, and uh, one of the things that they've that, that's come out on there, uh, basically backing up what um, was has been said previously, which is that uh, thirty that eighty percent of the Moana Pacifica team have to be eligible. Uh, uh for uh fiji and uh, samoa and also the cook islands actually it doesn't mention cook islands in the article but i believe it's also them as well Well, um, what does that mean that means 31 players out of 38 are for are, are that and seven players uh can be not well well uh available to uh, up to seven players can be non-eligible um they're gonna need that kind of mix early on aren't they Stephen?
3: oh very very much so uh Paul, been doing a little bit of market research a little bit earlier today, and obviously I've put those squads up, but I've just written, fired down a whole lot of names, just in terms of the, um, just in terms of the forwards. And gee, I'll tell you what, there's a lot of talent. I suppose the cares you've got to ask yourself, question is, is their circumstances? Because it's a bit like being in a candy store, but there's only <laughs> certain candy that you can actually buy. But there's still a hell of a lot of uh, uh, talent around. And I, and I actually see. Um, Mauna Pacifica have actually already signed a player, I, I believe, um, Haereeti hotel who's a New Zealand Māori prop, little little known, but he was in the New Zealand Māori squad, I think not last year, maybe back in 2019, I can recall seeing him as part of the Māori squad that that toured uh, Fiji and also played a home game against New Zealand Māori in uh, Rotorua. So... There you go. Is that their first signing? Who knows? But uh, just some of those reports we're hearing, Paul, they're uh, they're pretty advanced in their signings, which is uh, which is which is basically a, uh, a refreshing surprise.
0: Well, look, they, they they had a whole bunch of names uh, that were lined up, uh, the players that were interested, but because it took so long for them to get uh, the unconditional license, uh, those other players couldn't wait around and had to take other options when they came on the table in other places so uh, yes a lot of talent has uh, that they had lined up has disappeared uh to because of, obviously they need to pay their own mortgages look after their families etc so hopefully but uh, so yes yeah, so uh whilst yeah but they, they will they will be advanced in some places and in other areas uh, they'll be they'll, they'll still probably be searching um, for one or two you'd think uh, but it would be nice to get some kind of announcements rather than it just being rumors uh, even just getting one, which so the ball was rolling, um, which would be nice to see. Uh, also, uh, news on the Drua, that uh, unfortunately, due to COVID. Oh, actually, yeah, the other final piece about the Moana one was that uh, uh, what I didn't actually realise was that um, I've gone blank as to uh, that Michael Jones was the uh, was the chairman of the uh, Moana Pacifica, which is interesting. Um, Considering that I believe he's on the New Zealand board as well, so a uh, bit of a be, 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 little bit careful there of conflicts of interest. But um, with that one uh, now, and what we said was they, they want to play in uh, Samoa and Tonga, but um, probably in year one that would not happen. Now all the talk has been they'll be based out of Mount Smart, um, and I think that's where they'll play pretty much all their games next year. Uh, I guess it'll depend on uh, um, stadium availability. Obviously, the, the Warriors also play there. But, um, yeah, from year two onwards, they're looking at taking some, if not all, their games to Samoa and Tonga, uh, which, uh, which will be uh, a good to, um, good to see. Similarly, unfortunately, due to COVID, Fiji, Drua can't play in, the, um, in Fiji for the first year. So it looks like there are two options on the table currently being looked at. Uh, one is the Sunshine Coast over in Australia, which I think is uh, in Queensland, which I think is uh, a lot of talk has been around where there was uh all, all of the rug has always said they would look like them there or perhaps even in west sydney um uh to be based there now so that's obviously uh being talked about a lot the a, bit, a little bit of surprises that might be up in fungeray uh up, up north there um which obviously from a travel point of view having a team in Fongere, a team at eden park a team at mount, mount smart would make that easy <laughs> but mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I do think the um uh, that's the uh, uh, what, what, what I say. That I do, I do see that I, I do think the Australian one is probably a from an optics point of view. Look, there's been a lot of arguments between Australia and New Zealand about this. Uh, I think some people see it as kind of like New Zealand's competition that they've kind of invited Australia to, but they've, they've been fight, they, they've been making a strong effort recently to try and make it a a more balanced, uh, to make it look like a, co- a, a a cooperation tournament rather than a New Zealand one ba- uh, controlled. So having that, having seven teams in New Zealand would be a bad look from an optics point of view. Um, I think, uh, but so, uh, but yeah, it's I, I, unfortunate for Fiji that they can't. unfortunately well, sure they can't be based in Fiji, um, Stephen. Yeah, I think you pretty much sum, summed it all up, really. I,
3: I think the smart money is on um, on Queensland at this stage. Obviously, the, the the weather will. I think they'll probably enjoy the warmer conditions. In the, on the Sunshine Coast uh, as long as well as probably having facilities that are probably more kin to what a professional team requires. I know Whangarei is an option and they've just, Northern have just built a, a high performance centre whether whether they'd be willing to to share with their own local northern Tanifar team. I guess we'd just have to wait and see but yeah smart money says that they're going to be headed to
0: Queensland. Well you've got to say obviously the fire aren't actually using it until later in the year for the bunnings MPC, right so for the early part it would actually be um old boys who use it from yeah. um, from memory uh and the because it's during the first half of the year during the club season uh and you could easily see the Fiji tour using it during the daytime and old boys using it in the evenings because their practice will be uh Tuesday Thursday right uh, and then the actual games would be at the um now I want to call it seven off stadium but it's not because they're going to change the the sponsor I've gone blank but anyway Mm. whereas old boys will play on that high at that high performance center not on the not at the ground so there shouldn't be too much of a clash from um, from that point of view Uh, so I'm going to say what's the Fiji population up there look I don't think it's about population and about some being near fans it's just about having somewhere that works from that's financially viable uh, and that works from a uh, that works in a a, a temporary point a temporary home before they go back to Fiji. It's not a long term
3: thing. On on, on on saying on saying all that, I know that the Northern public, if given the opportunity, would probably adopt the Drua. There is a there is a big, reasonably large Fijian community community in Northern at the minute. I can't unfortunately I can't give you give you numbers, but I know if given the opportunity, as we probably saw during um, previous World, World Cups in, in New Zealand, um, you'll find that Whangarei, Probably adopted a couple of sides back in the day. I think Tonga might have even played a couple of games up in Whangarei at the uh, previous World Cup in 2011. So um, you know, I think it's um, I think it's an option if things don't play out in Queensland.
0: Yeah, at least yeah, uh, which, which which is um, a good sign. And I say the, the facilities will be there uh, because obviously the Women's Rugby World Cup is going to be up there next year. Uh, so a lot of things. That, so again'd be just reusing existing facilities' not having to build anything from scratch which is obviously a good thing
3: the only the only really caveat i could probably see paul is um i'm not too sure how the blues would re, would react uh, to maybe maybe one of their one of their um, provincial unions being a a base a base for the draw. but on on saying that i'll probably say well there are not too many not too many blues games that are actually played up and these these days if you know what I mean it's a bit of a shop there but there you go
0: yeah and um and whilst for, for when Moana Pacifica uh, whilst there was uh, some reports last year uh, around uh, working with the um with counties Manukau about the sort of coaching and facilities point of view minus um, my is that that's not going to be happening um and that's uh, that, so again uh county is very aware of their relationship with the chiefs um in that from, from that point of view as well um but also there was Charles of actually being based down at navigation home stadium rather but the, the, it looks like um that mount smart is going to be the uh the best one um for uh that one um the uh yeah so so yeah, so so yeah roughly auckland will have potentially 14 games to share um yes, we will do. Yeah, seven seven home games for more Pacifico and seven home games for um, the Blues um, in in the Auckland region. So yeah, so plenty of rugby being um, potentially hosted uh, within the sort of Auckland um, area. Um, on that count, um, so yeah, so th- th- that's kind of the news from there, on that side of things. Um, looks like the Bunnings NPC has got a has, has got a, a tentative start date of around about the twenty fourth of September. Um, that uh, uh, is part of that is, is it requires that so they get to level two two weeks before that um, because whilst players are staying fit they're not get, they're not playing contact fit uh, and, and uh, I think we had a chat with them, uh, Boa the other day about how quickly the professional teams could return uh, I was expecting to be a week but now it looks like it's going to be two weeks as uh, some of the some of the provinces apparently pushed for two weeks not one week which has pushed things out a bit. On that one, so five rounds missed by that stage, Stephen. That's a that's a lot of games to catch up on.
3: Yeah, it it, it, it certainly is. And um, and during and during this lockdown period, you'd, you'd sort of hope the the players have been doing something in terms of a, a training regime. I was fortunate enough to have a little bit of intel from um, from uh, from somebody involved in the North North Harbour Union setup. Now apparently, all the players before lockdown were basically given GPS. Devices where they could basically do their own own training, but these devices actually uh, uh, keep a track of what the players are actually doing during the lockdown. In individually, keeps you know, all, it takes all the measurables, shall I say? And um, from what I understand, uh, in the North Harbour setup, it's uh, created quite a bit of competition amongst the players. So uh, it's you know, it's great to it's great to it's great to hear that sort of feedback.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, obviously, there's the basic. Um watch uh, things like your apple watch uh, which which can do that sort of thing but there are there are also more professional um, setups that go beyond um beyond that um as well so it's um uh and i know in cycling it's become a bit of an issue as to do you um, do uh, do athletes want to be monitored 24 hours a day um, by their uh by their teams so uh it's a bit of the, there is whilst it does bring some benefits there are some question marks around it uh it looks like ian is trying to join us in the live chat unfortunately it doesn't like you come through properly ian um I'll, but so i so, um, might need to um might need to kick you out and, and, and have it and come back and have another go mate on that one because it doesn't look like you come through there we go um so yeah so interesting one there on um on that, so five weeks missed. Uh, look, apparently they they're looking at the twenty first November being the final, but it can go back to twenty eighth November. So that's adding four weeks on. So there'll be at least one midweek game for every single team. Uh, now the with um, uh, with counties Auckland and North Harbour all likely to uh, take longer or, or will take longer. Let's be honest to get to level two. Um, I don't think I'm uh, sort of putting words into any government minister's mouths by saying that. Um, the, um, so um, that they will have to catch up games. So they will be looking at having more midweek games than the other teams to try and catch up. So uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting. Um, but uh, uh, one of those midweek games is looking like being Southland versus uh, uh, Canterbury on the 28th um, of September. So uh, yeah, uh, that's it's going to be fun trying to, I juggle and figure out when all the games are Stephen <laughs> um and try and 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 getting to them as well. It, that's uh, me being pretty much unemployed. Um folks don't forget you can support me by going to news to uh, patreon.com forward slash NZ Sport Radio so I can eat. Um the um but for folks with uh, uh with, with full time jobs, yeah, getting to these games is gonna be a bit difficult, isn't it?
3: Yeah that's that's going to be the that's going to be the hard one but you know what we I think by then we'll be super excited to see some uh, some rugby of sorts even even though uh, I would imagine originally a lot of these teams will be playing in lockdown level 2 which means no crowds at the end of the day but uh listen we'll we'll have some uh, rugby
2: locally to support
1: Mother's Day
0: at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, uh, Aaron's saying, look, um, with limited crowds at level two, how about playing double headers at the same venue? Uh, look, I'm not sure that that's required. I think all all of the um, the different places or all the different provinces have got their own venues that they can use. I, I don't think lack of venues is going to be an issue, um, or lack of um, uh, broadcast units is going to be an issue for it. So I think yeah I, I, don't, I don't think that's needed, uh, and in some ways that would be extra cost of travel for a lot of uh, for, for, for teams. So I think I, I don't think we need to go down that route. You can still do double headers on the TV, uh, one after the other, just not at the same ground. Mm. Um, so uh, yeah, no, I, I don't think we'll see we'll see double headers. What we, what we might see is, is more double headers on the um, Farrah Palmer Cup side um, to try and fit them in, but uh, I don't think we'll see it on the I think we'll see we'll, we'll see different teams at the same venue. Uh, per, per, probably not, anyway. Mm. Um, are you happy? Are you excited about those midweek games? And uh, what about the, the the toll on players? Is going to be an issue?
3: Oh, listen! I think it it is it is what it is. You know, just gotta. <laughs> I think the, I think for a lot of the players, I think they'd probably enjoy it because it's probably it just means that it's an extra training night. That, that that they miss. I know for some teams like the the union that I, um, that I follow, Northland. Um, this break has probably been a little bit of a, a godsend uh, with the way the season had started in in and around injuries. So it might give them an oppor- opportunity to get some cattle uh, back in in the paddock. I know, um, I know the likes of Tom Robinson who had a six week stand down. Well, based on. Uh, Based on the start of the twenty fourth of September, well, that'll be six weeks well and truly passed. But on saying that, I think he's got to have another assessment after those six weeks as well. But uh, yeah, any any side with injuries, it's gonna it's gonna suit them. Any teams that have had um, that have got players back is gonna suit them. The downside for these uh, players, I think, will work out pretty quickly. Who's been doing the work during lockdown?
0: Well, yes, absolutely. I mean, there are, there are certain players. And look, we 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 know these certain players who, or we know we've heard of players who are, who are less good at looking after themselves um, than uh, than others. Uh, nocturnal rights suggesting perhaps a a tens tournament, um, where we can have have the uh, um, have have uh, have a big centre and have a festival atmosphere. Look, um, no, I I, th- I think that sevens is 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 the better way or is the way that the, the, the provincial unions would want to go. I can't see provincial unions wanting to do it, to, to mix in a tense tournament as well. I think that would just be an extra, uh, yeah, I'm not sure you get the extra, there'll be enough income to cover the cost of that, personally.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'd go along. Paul, it'd be a remiss of us to also mention the uh, uh, Farrah Palmer Cup. Was there any word on the return of the Farrah Palmer Cup?
0: I've not seen anything on that front um uh, the uh obviously with the with the Farah Palmer cup being with much more um amateur players or semi-professional actually yeah well no amateur players let's be honest um rather than the semi-professional level that uh, the NPC is uh obviously the midweek games going to be much harder for those teams to do so so I wouldn't be surprised if we miss out on some games for that one also uh the uh the Black Ferns play in the Farah Palmer Cup, um, and uh, they're all off to do a November tour in Europe. So that would be so it's going to be a big, a big impact on teams come finals time.
3: I was going to say, Paul. Um, <clears throat> the upside is at least with with the Farah Palmer Cup, we are five rounds in. So there's only two rounds to go at at this particular stage. So if you sort of look at the top four from each they might just go basically go straight to the, uh, straight to semifinals or quarterfinals. Is it Paul?
0: Uh, well, semifinals, I'm pretty sure this year. Um, but, um, semifinals. Yeah. Uh, well, sorry, semifinals in the, uh, premiership. I think the championship has a different setup where, um, where there's more games, but I could be wrong, um, on that one. Um, but, um, yeah, as you say, they, they, they started their season earlier. Um, so it's been less of it. So, um, the uh, so, so less of a less of an impact, uh, well, or, or well, less rounds to catch up on, should I say? Um, the um, on that side of things, I'm just trying to um, accidentally getting the wrong tournaments here, I'm trying to find the Farrah Palmer Cup um, fixtures, but I can't, uh, at the moment. Uh, so but that one, so yeah, so they so they, they've got less, like I said, they started earlier, so they've got less one, less to uh, to catch up on. Um, we are definitely going to extend out Aaron to um from the original date. So originally, the uh, Bunnings NPC finals were supposed to be the 23rd of October, but that will be moved to the 21st of November, moving giving us four extra weeks, but we've lost five rounds. So we've got more more to catch up, but we will. So there will definitely be midweek games in there. Um, as uh, as part of that one, um, really um, on nocturnal rights idea of a tennis tournament, I wouldn't mind seeing each province host a a club tens tournament as a pre-season thing um to to war- to warm up for the uh, club rugby i think mean, that 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 could be a fun one uh to have that festival and have have one in each well so what one in each province for for the clubs to do that could be fun uh, i don't know if there's a public holiday around um just before the uh, beginning of the club season or not but that would be that would be perfect Ooh. for a, a kind of three-day weekend of, of tens would be fun um, I know we'd get, we'd get along to those, wouldn't we, Stephen?
3: Oh, absolutely. That'd be, be a lot of fun because we probably know that the uh, the big boys uh, won't be covering those uh, particular events. Listen, just on the club season, it isn't. It's, I think it's quite fantastic that this year, unlike 2020, we didn't quite, for a lot of clubs, they didn't get quite to their finals, if you, if you know what I mean. In fact, a lot of those finals were cut off at the knees, but at least in 2021, we've seen most of the club finals around the country uh, completed.
0: We have, and um, but this year has been a bit of a. Uh, we, we've we've unfortunately lost some uh, junior rugby finals and junior rugby last mm. couple of weekends due to this lockdown. Uh, unfortunately, I've, I've tried to. Um, uh, I try, try to get some, um, the uh, Taranaki, uh, CEO on, but he hasn't come back to me. Um, I'll, I'll try and get another CEO on to, to have a chat, perhaps in one of these five PM slots if we can, uh, to, um, to talk about uh, what what the impact has been for them out of this lockdown because it's been a lot shorter than the lockdown last year. Uh, and I think playing all the games is imperative uh, because of, and, and even if they can, even if they don't get gate receipts uh, for these, just to make sure they don't have to give back any sponsorship monies, which uh, to, because they need to hold on to, again, they all lost or, or pretty much all of them put pe- made, made, made people redundant last year and slimmed down. Uh, we don't want to have that have to happen again this year. Uh, if it's all possible, on on that front. Um, just a quick word then on Karifi. He has been a very very silly boy. Him and his partner. So, during lockdown, it was two weekends ago. Now, um, he had a um, uh, he had a couple of friends round, or a couple of. Uh, people around for a party uh, or, or, or um, so four friends around, and then went on to another party elsewhere. Now they said where alcohol was involved. Wow, shock, horror. You know what? 20-year-olds going out somewhere and there was some alcohol involved? Really? You surprised mm-hmm. me, sir. Um, so I think the alcohol bit is, 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 is irrelevant. Um, and there's no suggestion here that, that they got drunk and did anything stupid. Um, from that point of view, they just did silly things by mixing when they shouldn't have done it, um, yeah. basically. So look, I... Folks look if you don't if you by now if you have not figured out what level 4 is seriously look just behave please and let us and let's get out of this other side um, you might not agree you might think it's a hoax whatever but just behave and let us let's just get out of it um they've both been fined 300 dollars which is the standard covid breach fine um and uh, we'll we'll have to wait and see what uh, sanction Wellington rugby give him but being captain of Wellington rugby having been on a video saying, behave folks in lockdown and please do your best. (sighs) I
3: I think you've said it all, Paul. You really have. And I know know the New Zealand Rugby Union would be really disappointed. It's only a matter of uh, weeks. We've we've all heard about the the, um, adverse publicity they've received around um, a guy who plays for the Highlanders, uh, uh, Frizzell. Um, and of course, on on the back of this, it's it's certainly not what the game needs at the minute. You've basically got to be. Um You've got to be crystal clear about all the processes that that are, that are out there. If you're a professional rugby player, even even more so, if you're acting as a champion for your union, um, that makes it even even dumber than every than anything else. And I hey, just I also want to say, just everybody else, just do the right thing, because if we want to be watching rugby again on the 24th of September, everybody needs to be doing the right thing, no matter what part of the country you're in.
0: Yeah, and look, it, it will be a slap on the wrist. Um, Karifa got caught, others may not have. I'm pretty sure others haven't been caught uh, that, that have done it. I'm sure, people, yes, people have been, have have disobeyed. Thankfully, the majority of us have behaved, uh, and that's the important thing. Let, let, let's concentrate on the on, on ones that have behaved. And and when when I say we'll see what Wellington Rugby do, I'm not suggesting for any minute that he should be lose his contract or be banned from rugby forever or anything silly like that. Potentially lose the captaincy of Wellington because, look, um and and maybe miss a game at most but that's yeah it is slap on the wrist things he's come out and said sorry he said i I was i was immature and silly and and immature and selfish i take responsibility he said the right things um let's yeah uh slap on the wrist and move on i'm not i'm not suggesting anything any sort of big big fines and things and and just like another might go whoa only 300 well again look let's not uh um let, let, let's concentrate on the fact that most of us have behaved uh and it has been a majority have and that's good to see basically um cool so looking forward to this weekend folks don't forget we've got the uh um bledish cup three i'll be live straight after that with post match reaction um the um <laughs> paul you are re- yeah, you're reasonable paul some are not and want the stockards. Uh, Stockade of rotten tomatoes, Um, absolutely. And I don't mind throwing some, uh, some. uh, I wouldn't mind throwing some rotten rotten tomatoes as well, but for charity rather than just to hurt somebody. Um, And Aaron says someone probably wrote it for him. uh, The apology and look, to um, uh, um, on 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 that point, yeah, there there does seem to be this kind of this catchphrase now in all of these that um, I take responsibility for this, Um, and I do wonder. Kind of what that really means. Because we've seen that, we've seen a bunch of people say that, but in practice, what does that mean? Um, so we'll have to wait and see uh, what's what, what, uh, on, on that one. Um, LB says, yeah, slap risk for him, but Frizzell um, and Reese should have been banned. Uh, look, um, we'll have to wait and see on the Frizzell on the police. Uh, the, that, that court case is still ongoing um, on the Reese one. Uh, look, I know that there was a lot of. Um, there was a lot of uh, a lot of work done with him um, outside the public eye that hasn't been reported on uh, and I think more transparency around that around the counselling around the, uh, the the work that um, that he did on himself off the pitch um, would alleviate would, would 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 shine a light on how much he has done uh, to, to 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 control what he he knows was the wrong thing to do um, and uh, but unfortunately, that's not the um that's not the way that New Zealand rugby works. They try and keep things as hush, hush and behind closed doors as possible. Uh, but I do know a lot of work has been done with him, with with Bruce, um, uh, around what happened with him between him and his partner. Um uh the, 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 the Frizzell one, it's still going through the courts. We'll have to wait and see on that one. Um uh, yeah, as October right says, yeah, hang fire on Frizzell um before judgment well I th- I, well he's admitted Ooh, guilt yeah. so i think we can fairly safely say on judgment it's a question about, about the punishment uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we yeah. have to hang fire on, on that one yeah um the uh and, and i guess uh, yeah i runs here uh, yeah, t- tomorrow's fish and chip paper soon enough yeah and i guess one of the things that we that we do as as rugby fanatics is that um we kind of remember all of this stuff, whereas we got to remember that 99% of the population doesn't. Mm. Um, the, 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 the casual fans, uh, yeah, they do move on, whereas a lot of us, we don't um, from, um, uh, from, from, um, from, from this one. Um, cool. Uh, don't forget, folks, this evening, 8 p.m., we've got the standoff show, which is our NRL show. Um, and... Uh, so do tune in for that one, um, and uh, Stephen, I guess it's uh, hold fire until we get through to the um, through to the weekend and the Bundesliga Cup three.
3: Oh, absolutely! Can't wait. In fact, actually can't wait for Brad show tonight because I've actually got a couple of league questions to to throw his way as as well, and that's in and in and around uh, judiciary because obviously we we saw a very uh, a well publicised uh, uh, tackle the troll. Uh, uh, Mitchell on on Joseph Manu and it, it was a shocker. it seems as though everybody's got an opinion on that but um, you know I asked this question, do we actually really go out and learn to tackle like that when we're practicing? Heck no. Not in a million years do we we learn to tackle like that. So I'm looking forward to Brad's uh, show tonight but more importantly yeah looking forward to the weekend and listen, we've put that post up in and around Moana Pacific. Listen, it's just our idea to throw it out there. Cast the net. We've got a whole lot of um we've got 14 squads posted. There's a lot of players to get through. If you think there's some names in there that deserve uh to be in this um Wiener Pacifica team for 2022, chuck their names out there, chuck their names out there because I think it's gonna they've to me they've got a lot of talent to actually pick from. I suppose the, the, the real care is it's about who is available and as you said previously, Paul who they may have missed out but its it's it listen it's going to be a lot of fun and i'm super excited about that team being named it sounds like it isn't too far away
0: it does well at least the first few names aren't too far away hopefully um yeah we'll we'll, we'll see about some um, about brad's Brad brad's view on the old um the old tackle um on, on on that one um and um folks this will be coming to you with the the uh the, the lockdown bears and Rugby chat We'll be coming to you um, every single day, apart from Sunday, actually, because kickoff for the Wallabies game uh, for the Berser like Cup 3, sorry, is at 6 p.m. I don't think we I don't think a 5 p.m. show before that is probably not required. So um, we'll probably take a break on Sunday um, unless there's some massive news item that's come out. We need to talk about. Uh, but otherwise, do join me here um, at uh, 5 p.m. every day.